and we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. Me and Ryan back together after four weeks of not podcasting together right after the episode on Wednesday night. So great to be back. And I'm happy that I'm finally able to be here for what was a huge episode. <sighs> Dylan, <laughs> I, I said this to you before the podcast. I'm simultaneously so upset, but also so hyped up right now. It, it's a very weird feeling. I, I'm not sure how to feel that we just lost our... We just lost our winner of the season and we just maybe found our next one. Yeah, it, it's it is uh it is an interesting feeling, right? Because I do feel the mixed emotions that you feel where I'm so upset that Omer went home. Like we have been hyping him up for week after week after week after week, the last six to seven weeks. And meanwhile, we just watched one of the best moves in Survivor history possibly be pulled off right in front of our eyes. She really, uh, and I can't wait to dive into this with you. She literally pulled off the plurality vote, which number one, as, as Shannon Goss and others will tell you, if you pull off the plurality vote, major points in your favor there. So she basically, if you don't know what that means, that means you take somebody out with half or less of the votes. So with seven, with uh, six votes, technically seven with the extra votes, she got Omar out with three of them, which is very impressive by itself. Then she uses the Rob Sestronino strategy of pulling in the outsider. So she pulls in Romeo to do this. And I'm just like, can we just write her the check at this, at this point? Yeah, it, it, it was it was crazy. Like when, when everything was going down, first of all, this was the also the first. So not only did she pull off a plurality, plurality vote, it was the only time in survivor history that the extra vote has been used to actually get somebody out. And that's yeah. the reason this whole thing works so well is because nobody knew that she had the extra vote except for, well, Omer and Lindsay, most importantly, did not know that she had the extra vote. So they could not prevent against this. However, they were able to prevent against this, which is the whole crazy thing about this vote and makes it so much more what could have been, I should say. So let, let's just, let's just talk about this, talk this through quickly. So first of all, let me say Marianne, Phenomenal move, 11 out of 10. If she goes on to win, one of the best moves in Survivor history. Even if she doesn't go on to win, it could be up there as well. Um, that being said, Omer and and Omer even spoke about this in the Tribal Council. He was like, who knows if I'll be on the receiving end of an advantage that could send me home. And like Lindsay and Omer, you know you're in Survivor 42. Weird things are happening. Twist that you've never seen are happening. And I mean, extra vote is not a twist that you've never seen before. I mean, it just, you always have to keep in mind that could be out there. So even though that they did not know that Marianne had the extra vote, this could have all been present prevented because Lindsay had an idol from her amulet um, that she could have used on Omer. And then she and Omer would have been safe. So that's the big thing here is like, this was an amazing move by Marianne. It could have been countered by Lindsay and Omer. Lindsay could have played her amulet on Omer. Omer could have been saved. I saw some people floating the idea around out there that the amulet was non-transferable and they could only use it for themselves. So Lindsay would only be able to use it for herself. However, if that was the case, she also still could have given the immunity necklace unless that was unless they changed the rules and that was not allowed. She could have given the immunity necklace to Omer and then played the amulet for herself and then both would have been saved so this was it, it was this is why i'm having such mixed emotions amazing move and again marianne deserves all the credit in the world unbelievable move one of the best in survivor history first time an extra vote has ever taken uh, has ever been correctly used to take somebody out um another, also a plurality vote which we don't see very often extremely impressive at the same time it's like oh my god we could have had two amazing moves at once 
And the player that has completely dominated the season could have been saved if, to me, it, it seems like a no-brainer move to save Omer if you're Lindsay, because I think that was Lindsay's, I think Lindsay's chances to make it to the end are completely diminished after tonight's result. Yes, yeah, ston- uh, <laughs> the stonks are changing. Um, Lindsay <laughs> plummets, Marianne rises, it's crazy. Um, I mean, you're right, Dylan, it all comes down to the question of what are they allowed to do? Now, I really do think that if they had a question about this, I'm sure the producers um, separately in confessional could tell them this is what you are allowed and what you're not allowed to do. I don't think they would ever let the players operate without knowing the rules. So I think the integrity of the game is fine, but I then have two major points here. Number one, were they allowed to use the amulet on Omer? Meaning was she allowed to give it to him to use for himself or could she have used it on him like an idol? Were those allowed? Or is she like the old days? Is she still allowed to give him the immunity necklace? Is she allowed to do any of those? Because if they aren't, then I understand why this fell apart, which kind of sucks, but whatever. If they were allowed to do any of those and they didn't, I I don't understand. Because, again, when they first said, Dylan, I thought it was a classic misdirect. When they said, um, yeah, well, we don't want to use it because it might go back into circulation at Final Five. I thought at first, okay, this is probably a misdirect. Like, okay, people say that all the time just to give us some plan B action, but they're going to use the idol. If they really did this or didn't do it because they were afraid it was going to go back into circulation, I'm going to lose my mind. Like you can guarantee a ally safety at that point. It's the last night you can use it. You can guarantee his safety. You can get yourself into the final five with the two of you. And if you have Romeo or someone else, you have majority. There's no reason not to do it if you are allowed to do it. And I really hope I don't read Omer's exit interview tomorrow and he goes, we just didn't want it to go back into circulation because I'm going to be very upset. And and yeah, hold on. Just want to point, just want to correct a mistake of mine that Jay pointed out here. Uh, since Marianne was part of the original vote, they did know she had the extra vote. It was just that they did not take into account that she was going to use it against them. So I was wrong there. She did. She did. They did know about her extra vote, but it was just like, I don't know whether it was like an overconfidence that they just, they really, but, but the whole like logic of, we don't know. We don't want the idol to go back into circulation. It just seems like you got to protect yourself before you worry about an idol that you don't even know would come back in or not come back in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jay's right. I mean, she did tell them back at the Mar- Mariah votes. Like they, they knew that she had an extra vote all the, all the way back then. So they were aware of it. Now, either they forgot about it or you're right. They got, as Omer would say, survivor confident and they just didn't think they needed to use it. They thought, well, I'm positioned well, I'm safe. Um, people are going to vote out Romeo tonight, or people are going to vote out Jonathan worst case, you know, Mike goes home. Like we are safe. And I just don't think they factored in all this. We're going to talk about this as we go through the episode, but I just feel like the tides turned so fast. It almost gave me whiplash. Like I don't think I, I, we knew that Drea's words were going to have a factor on Omer, but I don't think I realized the extent to which people were like, okay, Omer's got to go now. Yeah, and so not even not even the part about the Mariah vote earlier in the season where they knew. Um, if we remember Omer, so the reason I was wrong, Omer had a confessional um, early, right after the immunity challenge when they came up with the whole original plan. And he was like, it's going to be five votes, Jonathan, two votes, Mike. So he was accounting for seven votes the entire time. So, yeah, so they knew. Here's what he didn't know that, that screwed up. He did. He was completely convinced that Romeo was with him. 
and not going to be swayed over by Marianne because if Romeo had she she's the one like her bringing Romeo into it is what clinched this vote for her. It was the three, so it it was uh her she had two votes on Omer and then Romeo had a vote on Omer yeah. and then uh Mike and Jonathan voted for Romeo and then Lindsay and Omer voted for uh Jonathan. Yeah. So he was accounting for the five votes. He did. So what he did not know, he knew about the extra vote. He did not know that Romeo was going to flip. Obviously he did not know that Marianne was going to flip as well. Um, it just, it, it's so crazy that, you know, you have somebody play such a perfect game all season and pretty much accounted for every single scenario possible. And it just seems like such an, a simple, and again, this is assuming that this was able to happen either Omer getting the immunity necklace from Lindsay or Lindsay getting the amulet. Uh, Lindsay giving the amulet to Omer. If none of those were possible, then there's nothing that they, they they could have done. However, if that was possible, it just seems like such a simple way to save yourself that wasn't done, which is why that I'm so have such mixed emotions and I'm so like puzzled right now. Yeah. I if I had to guess before we get clarification from Omer, Lindsay, and maybe even if Jeff weighs in on this at some point, but I really think they were allowed to do one of those three things. Either she uses it on him, he takes it and uses it, or she gives him the necklace. I think they were allowed to save him that night, tonight. I just think it came down to, like you mentioned, they didn't want to go back into circulation, which is a dumb reason, if that's true. Or two, they just simply were overconfident. They just felt like, no, people are with us. Romeo's going to go or Jonathan's going to go. Either way, we're good. And they just didn't see this blindside coming from Marianne, which... Again, more power to her, but I, I just can't believe this. I mean, Dylan, last week, I mean, I know you, you were you were in here, but we talked about this in our last podcast together. We were at this point like, okay, Omer's probably going to win. If it's not Omer, it could be Lindsay getting the late Erica edit of her on the rise. Maybe Marianne, but we don't see it. Maybe Mike. We were so much in on the Omer-Lindsay uh, train of thought that one of them was going to take it home. And now this whole, like everything I, th- I thought I knew just got completely flipped on its head. Yeah. And, and like you said, and, and again, I want to just talk about, talk about this before we get completely into the chronological part of the episode yeah. is like, right. So if we had to power rank last week, Marianne probably would have been like third or fourth on the list of people. Third or fourth. Like her, her, her and Mike would have been three, four. Right. Lindsay Omer were like, well, yeah. It was completely flipped to the point where I'm not sure I could see a scenario where Marianne does not win this season, which is insane, right? So not only does Omer go home, Marianne positions herself perfectly in the game to not only does she have her idol for final five, and that was the right thing she did. So she not only about the plurality, plurality, I'm going to have a hard time saying this now all all episode, but not only did she pull that off, she, I, I believe still nobody knows about her idol. Is that correct? Yeah, as far as we've seen on the show, she did tell people about the extra vote, but she, as she said on confessional a week or two ago, she has been tight lipped about the idol. Not a single person knows she has it. People know about Mike's idol. People know about people knew about the amulet. She has told no one about this idol yet. So next week she's going to use it. Right. So next week she's going to use it. And unless something completely crazy happens, she's locked in to the final four. Mike also still has his idol. He's locked into final four. Yep. And that means that next week, the to start at least, because next week's the finale, the only three people that are at risk are Romeo, Lindsay, and Jonathan. Okay. And at this point, based on what we've seen, Lindsay or Jonathan are probably gonna be probably gonna win an immunity. So now 
it's probably going to be up to two people, two of those three of who's going to go home. Now, yes, yeah. idols could be played for people. Big moves could happen, but it just seems like Lindsay, she missed her opportunity tonight to solidify a chance at the final three. Um, and it was a huge miss just because she had the tools to get it done. At least we think. So yeah. it was just the way that happened. Like survivors all about timing and you hear great players say this about, say this um, all the time. And that's why this was so impressive is like, Marianne, she had pretty much, as you described, you know, we were talking before the podcast started, you described this Ryan as a Hail Mary. This was the only chance Marianne was going to have to win because going, going into this episode, Marianne, she was a great character. She had, she, you know, she used an idol correctly um, at that crazy tribal council that one time um, where there was ended up being like no official vote, but she and Dre played the idol. Um, but it was, she didn't really have anything else on her resume. She was a great character. We, she got a lot of screen time. We knew a lot about her, but she, she was not somebody that in this form could have gone to the jury and convinced everyone that she should win the game. And tonight she's now the clear front runner. Yeah. I mean, look again, after last season, I think that taught us all of us that are super fans and we are watchers of the edits. Um, Last season told us you don't know anything and just watch the show and enjoy it for what it is because you can't read the edit anymore. Um, but um, at this point, I feel like I just I just can't see her not winning. And I know we've been saying that about Omer, but at this point, this was a huge move. You, you laid it out correctly, Dylan, where, you know, next week, Mike and there's no reason why Mike and um, uh, Marianne would not secure their safety going into final four. There's no reason why they wouldn't at this point. So they're probably locked in. Like you mentioned, Jonathan or Lindsay will probably win the challenge. So it'll be down to one of them and Romeo going home. And I truly think that Romeo has really made himself into a goat at this point. So I think the person who doesn't win between Jonathan and Lindsay would go unless like you said, something crazy happens that we can't foresee. And again, at this point, without trying to read into the edit too much, like, I really do think it's going to be Marianne. And if it's not Marianne, maybe Lindsay get there, gets there as an underdog because Romeo seems like a goat. And you and I um, talked about this before the podcast, but Jonathan just, I don't think he has enough um, likability on the jury. I just don't see a lot of people voting for him other than maybe like a rock story and a Mike. And we were talking about uh, Mike. And even though Mike is trying to play a hard game, he might get a, um, a reception like coach got in South Pacific where coach said that he played an honest and loyal game. And then the jury lambasted him saying, you can't say that you played honesty and loyalty and integrity when you didn't at all. And I feel like unless Mike owns his game, he might get a bit shredded there. So I really do think if it's not Marianne, maybe Lindsay squeaks by with an underdog, but I don't know. Right. So we do know that. So here's the thing to me, it's a 95% chance that, Lindsay or Jonathan go at the final five. Now, obviously it'll be incredibly important to who that is, because if Jonathan stays and Lindsay goes, then that helps Marianne tremendously. If Lindsay could hang around in the game for one more episode, or I should say one more vote, she makes the final four. Then all of a sudden Marianne's path is not exactly as, as easy as it seems. I should say, Mm -hmm. obviously the easy path for Marianne, is she is is you know she plays her idol at four she gets there and then she either she either has to beat someone in fire 
probably at this point has to beat someone at fire or somebody just brings her to the end, which at this point would be incredibly foolish. I, I don't really foresee that happening at this point. Um, but now it's like she, yeah, I, I mean that, that's, that's her, that's her current path. But if Lindsay, if Lindsay were to get to final four and Jonathan is out, then she could even get, she could get there. But if she's playing, if she's against Lindsay in the final three, let's just say it's Lindsay, Romeo and Marianne in the final three. Then I think it's a close vote between Lindsay and Marianne because Lindsay will have one out basically to get there. Um, and I think that a lot of people really like Lindsay. So I think that that would be, that would be um, impressive for her. And it would be a close vote. That being said, I also think Lindsay's Lindsay should absolutely try to take out Marianne and fire if he gets to that point. But we could get, we could get it. We could get it. We could dive into all those yeah. scenarios. The last, thing, but, the, yeah. the last <laughs> thing I'll say before we go chronologically is the, I, I, I feel like at this point, just because I don't want to spoil myself, I usually watch the preview and then I just completely forget about what happened. Luckily, most of it was just a, like a highlight reel of them doing a challenge. So we didn't see too much. All we saw was what happened last season where before the challenge, when Erica found that advantage, they were all running around the uh, camp to go find it. And now we see for next week, they're all running around again. And I think you hear Lindsay say like, cause now obviously she knows that she got blindsided tonight. She goes like, if I don't find this, you know, I could be going home. So I think the whole story, like you said, next week is does she save herself with immunity or does she not save herself and she goes home? Cause I could see a scenario easily where she wins final five immunity she gets to final four and then she maybe loses a fire. Like that's a very real possibility, which would also suck. So. Yeah. Uh, now Ryan, we have to follow our own advice and you know, we can't sit here and say, you can't read the edit anymore and then sit here and be like, well, Marianne, Marianne's going to win. Cause who knows at this point, <laughs> we really have no idea. Obviously I think Marianne is a huge favorite. We could both agree on that, but yeah. like, like we've seen in the past, what you think may not be reality with survivor in the new age. So <laughs> Everything, everything I thought I knew, Dylan. We've been watching for forty-two seasons. Everything I thought I knew has just recently been just thrown out a window. Yeah, and before we get into uh, the chronological part of this episode, I do want to take some time to say that Omer played a masterful game. Oh. He is again. Com- I, last week I made a I made a video on our TikTok that was like, "Oh, Drea is you know pretty guaranteed to come back. One of the top players of the list for a second chance." That remains true. Drea was great. She's probably going to be back. I could completely envision it. Omar will 1,000, 1 million, trillion percent be back. My guess is within the next couple of seasons. Um, And I'm very excited to see him because I think he will have learned a lot of lessons from the way he went out. Um, But yes, he'll face an uphill battle because his threat level will be very high going in no matter when he comes back. But what yeah. what a player! What a player! Truly, o- Omer again, again. We as always. I don't want to just jump to a conclusion because the season is still happening. I don't want to have you know recency bias. It's also why you know, and I'm sure Dylan, we will talk about this next week. Like, where are we going to rank this season, and um, how highly will we rank it along with its winner? Um, but and I, I also would try to figure out where I would rank you know Omer as a player. But even in the moment, while I'm still letting it settle in. It, he's one of the more impressive players that I've seen in recent memory. Just a, a first-time player, not somebody who's come back and has like learned the ropes, someone who's a first-time player who was positioned himself well very early on in the game, was never looked at, went into the merge, made a bunch of great maneuvers, really insulated himself well in the tribe, and until tonight was ne- has ne- never had his name written down, 
was masterminding every vote. He was taking out allies or people that he thought could, um, you know, hurt his chance of getting there. And for one or two bad things to, that didn't break his way, like, he's gone. And I feel like he could come back along with Drea. He played an amazing game. I think we can all agree, even if Marianne does win the season, Omer probably was the best player of the season. And it was just so impressive to watch his game week after week. And look, some of the best players to play this game have never won. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's and, and and ironically, we saw Sari pull off a plurality vote in uh in season twelve, Panama, and she ends up being voted out before she could get to the end. Or did she? What what was it? She she ends up leaving before she gets to the end. Did she? Did she get voted out, or did she go out because of like uh, a tiebreaker? Was it fire making she went out in? In Panama, yeah, she went yeah. out to um to, to fire making. Right, so she goes out to fire making. She doesn't end up getting it to the end. We'll see if Marianne could uh, reverse the curse and, and pull off a plurality vote and then get to the end and win it. It would be very, very impressive. But let's get into the chronological part. Then we can look ahead to the finale next week um, and take questions. So after Tribal Council, you get Omer and Lindsay talking about how they're on top of the world. They just pulled off what was such a great move. They're you know working together. Um, and to me, I'm watching this and I'm like, all right, to me, this was like, this felt like, and I saw some people comparing this, um, after last week's episode, this to me almost felt like a Dom Wendell type edit at the beginning of this episode where I, for the first like five, six minutes, I was like, wow, like they're dominating. They're in a great spot. There's no way they could screw this up. One of them is winning the game. Like I really felt Lindsay was like, they're raising her stock. And again, I thought she had a great, great episode until she made the comment about wanting not, not wanting to play the idol even though it expires that was obviously that's crazy but um you know i thought they both started off the episode so well which is why this move also was just so crazy um omar says he thinks mike is in debt is is you know is indebted to him like he he has to he omar thought that mike was going to be so motivated to like work with him because he had just saved him mike is completely going against what his ideals were at the end at the at the beginning of the game and is like, well, no, Omer is going to want to get me out next. I know the way he plays. I need to, you know, go after Omer, which this was a whole crazy thing. Um, and I, I think the evolution of Mike has been so interesting this season. Um, and I think it could be an issue for him if he gets the final tribal. As you said, it's possible Mike could get to the end and people blast him a little and were like, oh, you spoke about you were a man of your word and you weren't a man of your word. Now we saw a coach that happened to coach coach kept saying, I was still a man of my word and they, nobody wanted to vote for him at the end because of it. So I think if Mike were to get to the end, he needs to say, I came into this game wanting to be a man of my word. And I was able to do that for the pre-merge. And then once the post-merge hit, I just realized that there was no physical path for me to get to the end um, and win the game by just being a man of my word. And he just has to own the game and own it and we'll see what happens. But it is crazy to see him, you know, evolve from a man of his mer- word, a guy that you could count on for a vote, a guy that you could trust. And now he is like turned into a backstabber for sure. It's the evolution of Mike's game has been so fascinating to watch. I've always loved Mike as a character and I think he has some good game sense, but obviously I think he does play very emotionally. And I think we saw this evolution tonight again. And again, I want to preface this by saying, I just didn't think that this was going to flip an Omer so quick. I, I really didn't think that Drea just simply saying, Omer, you were the only one who knew about um, the advantage and it kind of blew up on me. That really just 
elevated Omer where people weren't even looking at him as a threat. Like Marianne said tonight, butterfly into a, uh, sorry, a caterpillar into a butterfly. And people on Twitter were like, he's been a butterfly since the merge. He's now like a dragon at this point. But essentially, um, he, he really skyrocketed in terms of threat level. And people just saw that right away because they're like, oh, my God. If Omer did that, what else has he been doing this whole game? So now they were all focused on him. But the thing about Mike is just that he, this whole game, like you said, Dylan, he wanted to play loyal, but then every time, and then, you know, it's funny. It's almost like, like a villain arc in a way where he starts off being loyal and then he only turns on someone once they hurt him. So once Daniel told someone about, told Chanel about the, his um, beware advantage, he said, Daniel's got to go. He turned on Chanel because Chanel wrote his name down, even though he also wrote her name down. Then he so so those two are like that makes sense because those two wronged him directly. Then it starts getting a bit finicky where he then wants to vote out High because of hearsay. He believes that High said that he was the puppet, right? So it's like he wants to vote out Mike. Sorry, he wants to vote out High over something he heard from Omer, Omer, which may not be true, but it's still a perceived knock. Now Dylan Omer saves him last night from drea's advantage he actively saved mike's life essentially and mike says to himself i'm likable and omer probably thinks i'm likable omer's gotta go so so that that's why i think we keep making this comparison where he may not get the respect where he was turning on people before when they were actively hurt like actively making moves against him but now it's getting to the point where he's he's still claiming to you know be playing somewhat of like a honorable loyal game but now he's making moves against people where they're not wronging him directly yeah it's it is it is very interesting to see i think mike is gonna have to he's gonna have to pull off some great stuff in these in this finale in order to win the game whereas a few episodes ago i would have said well if he gets to the end he'll have a pretty good shot that's definitely not the case anymore so it's gonna be interesting to see if he does get to the final tribal council what happens i think you know, in order for him to have it, you know, I, I even I even struggle to see him finding enough votes to beat to be Lindsay. Honestly, it, let's just say Marianne doesn't get there. I think she would have if, if he goes with Lindsay, then he would have a tough time beating her just because so many mm-hmm. people like Lindsay. And I think she's proved she, she's kind of had like a little bit of an underdog at it, even though like we've seen that she's physically strong from the from the beginning she was not really shown a lot. And now she's all of a sudden beating Jonathan and challenges. It's impressive to see she's a challenge beast. Yeah. Um, so, and again, I think, I think people really like her. So I think, whereas Mike, a few episodes ago, you would have thought he has a pretty good shot. If he gets to the end with anybody, but Omar now, I think it's completely changed. So it's just been interesting to see his arc throughout the entire season. I, but I do, I do still really like Mike and I would be oh yeah extremely happy if he does end up pulling this out, but he does have an uphill battle, but let's get to the next part of the episode. Um, Mike goes to Marianne, pitches the idea of getting out, getting out Omer. She wants to think about it first. Um, and Marianne tells Mike about her extra vote. It is, it is so interesting that this, you know, this happens. Cause like at first, uh, Marianne's like, I'm not sure if I want to get Omer out and just like, what a 180 from that until the end of the episode. Um, again, I, I can't, I can't praise Marianne enough for the strategic move, the perfect timing, the perfect execution. It was, it was just, it was the perfect play. This almost, and it's funny, again, I wasn't trying to read into anything, but this almost went in a different direction than I thought, because the the story of the episode was Marianne wasn't on board at first, and then as the episode went on, she became more and more excited to vote out Omer, because it made sense for her game, and then only when Mike said to her towards the end, 
by the way, Lindsay had an amulet and Marianne was like, I didn't know about it. That's when she was like, I really had to make this move. And then in the end, she ended up making the move without even Mike and Jonathan. But the way I thought it was going to go was I, I didn't know if Marianne actually would be in trouble because we've seen this in the past, even back to like Survivor Amazon, where when somebody says to you, I'll think about it, I'll think about it, and they don't want to commit to you in the moment before tribal, you start to get nervous about them as a swing vote, and then people sometimes take out the swing vote. So I didn't, I wasn't sure if she would go home, but I didn't know if, if her, her inactivity would maybe cause her to be a threat. But obviously, she saw her opportunity and she struck. Yeah, and I honestly, that, that crossed my mind as well. I was like, I know she has an idol, but nobody really knows about the idol. So like, is her... Is her being indecisive, like, potentially going to lead to her going home? I thought that was a possibility as well. Um, again, she handled it perfectly. No one really saw her as a threat, and I think that's the key to new age survivors. You need to maintain your threat level um, and strike at the right time, and she did yeah. both of those. I mean, Marianne is not – she's just – her personality is not the type that she'd be threatening at any point. Um, but the fact that she also hasn't made – she didn't make a huge move until right now, final seven, um, or final six, I should say, with an extra vote – and she still has an idol like she she holding those advantages was just so huge so huge um but yeah the next day um you know every the tide seems to have turned in in this episode like it, it was pretty quick it was like like i said and again we spoke about this at the beginning of the episode me and you you know at least me i'm sitting here like wow omer and Lindsay, one of them is winning the game it's it looks clear and then all of a sudden 10 minutes later it was like uh like one of them could be in major trouble and you know omer wins this reward i actually thought and here's where the edit tricked me tonight and again i just i gotta keep slapping myself in the face every time i talk about the edit at this point because you just truly never know i guess a new age survivor but when omer wins this reward challenge and has that whole thing where he says you know they really played up like i never thought i would win a challenge i never thought i would win a challenge i was like is he about to go on a run now of immunities and just win the immunity challenge to save himself that unfortunately did not happen, but he he um, wins reward, brings Romeo, Marianne, and Mike. He picked that. Now, again, I thought this would be a significant part of the episode. It ended up not mattering at all, um, but he brings three people instead of two. It was three for sweets, two for chicken. He brings three, which I thought was the right move. I thought he brought all the right people because Lindsay was still you know with Omer no matter what. He split up Mike and Jonathan. Again, yeah. he did the right thing. Um and now, you know, you have the immunity challenge right after that. So, again, I thought Omer was doing all the right things up to this point. I thought Lindsay was doing all the right things. And then Lindsay beats Jonathan in immunity challenge. First of all, let me just say that immunity challenge was phenomenal. It was great to finally see, like, for the second time, I should say, but, like, after last week especially, Lindsay beat Jonathan in an immunity challenge head-to-head -head again. It was just awesome. I love the, like, rivalry that's going on between them and these challenges. It's amazing to see. Um, but as soon as she pulled that off, my mind immediately goes to, well, her and Omer are hundred percent safe this week. It, it's just, it, that's again, it's just so crazy that this move ended up being pulled off. And so we thought, and so we right. thought they were going to be safe. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, nothing too much about the reward challenge other than you're right. The, the main strategy piece here was Omer said in the confessional, I want to split up Mike and Jonathan. How do I do that? I leave one of them with me at the reward, one of them back at camp. That way they can't strategize. Lindsay is with me, so I'll put her with Jonathan because they also um, are going to kind of target each other. It was kind of cool to see, like you said, the rivalry that they've been on for a while now, not just in terms of challenges, but back at camp where they both know they're playing each other. 
and they're both like, let's just see who can get who first. And obviously, I didn't predict that Jonathan would win that war, this mini battle in a way. But it was kind of cool to see them butt heads and also still have these tight races and immunity. It almost reminds me in a way of like Terry and Aris, even though Terry and Aris in Panama, they were never working together like Lindsay and Jonathan were. But like that was a story of the whole season. Two big challenge guys were going that they were fighting every week and like, and, and, and it's kind of crazy to see this still happen, but Lindsay's doing um, very well again, up until they get back to camp. So, yeah. And they get back to camp. And like we spoke about before, they decided they're not going to use the idol because they don't want it to be put back into circulation, which is something I don't think I've ever heard before on survivor. Um, we've seen people not use survive, not use idols just because they weren't thinking to use idols. We've seen people not use idols just because they didn't think they needed to use an idol. This was a case of why not use the idol? It expires tonight. And they were just like, nah, we don't want it to go back in the circulation. That is that is the 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 the, the definition of uh overconfidence and almost paranoia in the in terms of like the advantages that could go back into the game. You were like fearing an advantage that did not even come that you didn't even know was gonna come. I mean, look, it's it's overthinking because again, technically they they can't just say that to the producers like will an idol come back into play because I don't, I don't think they could tell them unless Jeff were to say a tribal. And by the way, an idol, an idol is back in play, but yeah, it, I think if this was the case, it was just a classic overthinking because you want to secure your ally safety. You're going into final five. It's the two of you. If you can rope in one more, if you thought you had Marianne or you thought you had Mike or whoever, you just need to secure both of your safeties and get there. And the fact that they didn't just tells me they overthought this. Um, and they didn't see Marianne from downtown just taking a huge swing at them at this point. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still like trying to like take this all in. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so next, next part of the episode right after this is when Marianne starts to, you know, sw- you know, consider to sw- to make this huge move, swing the numbers together. Um, the crazy thing is like she didn't even need even though she was like trying to get um even though she was you know trying to get Mike and Jonathan on board for this plan like she didn't need them to vote her way she just needed them to vote Romeo which is exactly what their original plan was anyway so it was like all right she had the three votes she knew that the two votes were going to Jonathan two votes were going to Romeo she was just telling them of her plan like I think this is the right move I have to do it I have to do it make sure you you keep you keep your vote on Romeo because like I need to pull this off um this was really impressive to see her put all together obviously you know she this was again crazy crazy ballsy move by her because like she again she, Mike knew about this amulet right told Marianne about the amulet thought that it was possible that Omer was going to be saved by it but she had to take the swing anyway, because if she did not take the swing, she would have lost the game. And I think that's just timing is everything in Survivor. It was just the absolute perfect time to make the move. It was the definition of I need to swing now. And if I fail, then I fail. But I'm playing to win this game. And it, it was just perfect. Um, now, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this is it's funny how at the beginning, I was like, I'm not sure it was a great move for Lindsay to tell Mike about you know, or I should say she told Mike about the amulet when they had the reward, but I, I didn't think it was a good move for her to like retell him and re-remind him that she had the idol. It could only be used at final six if she had to use it. I didn't think that was going to end up, you know, benefiting her. 
But at the same time, it almost ended up saving her because Mike was trying to convince Marianne not to pull this move off because of the potential of this happening. Well, it was so interesting because before immunity challenge, she tells him about the amulet. And again, either Mike just forgot and it, and like it clicked in his head where he says to himself, oh, I just realized Drea's gone, High's gone. Lindsay now has the, um, she now has the, uh, what's up? Jay, Jay says in the chat here, by the way, Dylan's acting, it feels like he was blindsided. Yes, I was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so it probably just like clicked in Mike's head where he said to himself, oh, wait, she has an idol now and she can play it for Omer. Again, I don't think it was great to remind him of that, but I think he probably just knew anyway and he would have got to it eventually. The thing that just blew my mind as well, Dylan, was like leaving the challenge, Mike and Jonathan immediately jumped to the conclusion that well, Lindsay's going to save Omer with her amulet, so let's just vote for Romeo now. They didn't even think that Omer was an option. Because I, I feel like if they thought Omer was more of an option, maybe they would have went along with it. But like you said, Marianne didn't need them. Marianne goes to Romeo to rope him in on the plan, and she doesn't need them. If they're going to vote Romeo, Lindsay and Omer vote Jonathan. She can carry the day with the 3-2-2 to two to two plurality. But it was so interesting how... Jonathan and, and uh, Mike immediately said, well, we can't even count Omer as an option because she will save Omer. And now at this point, Marianne finally comes back to him and says, hey, remember how we were talking about this? I'm now on board. Let's take Omer out. And Mike's like, please don't do that. Let's just play it safe tonight. I don't want something wrong to happen. Now he's the one that doesn't want to do it. And she wants to go full throttle and make the move. All gas, no breaks. And he's like, no, no, no. Um, I want to save my idol for final five into four. Please don't go too hard on this. And she was like, I don't need these two guys to go along with me. I'm going to do it myself. And it makes, it makes sense why Mike would not want this to happen because given the names that were being written down, um, well, actually no, Jonathan. So given, given the names that were being written down, um, you know, if something weird happens, let's just say Omer, play, let's just say the idol is played for Omer. Then it would have been Jonathan Romeo in a revote. Uh, Jonathan goes home. Obviously, it seems pretty clear to me like Mike wants to go to the end with Jonathan. So I, I think based on his like theoretical path, um, you know, he would just rather he 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 would rather nothing crazy like that happen and just keep Jonathan in the game. Um, so yeah, I see why he was he was worried about it. Um, but again, Marianne, in order to win the game, needed to make the move. So that it was really crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, again, like I said, the arc. It, she went from on the fence because she's been with him since day one to her making the move almost by herself and pulling in Romeo. And now Mike was the one who was so on board with it and then wanted to just keep it simple and wrote down Romeo. And <laughs> Romeo was basically invisible this episode. So I think we all knew that he wasn't going to go home. I, I, in my mind, I think it came down to either Omer or Jonathan, obviously, but Romeo at this point is, has been the decoy boot. Like he says the whole season and Dylan, this is the first vote after the merge where he's voted correctly. So, I don't know. At this point, Romeo just seems like someone that, that you want to bring to the end. Yeah, I I'm gonna say unless uh some unless something crazy unforeseen happens, Romeo will be sitting at the final. Well, well it's like Heather. Unless Romeo goes out in fire making, right. he'll be there at the end. Right, right, right. So I I keep forgetting about fire making. Fire making is a huge is a huge thing because, like you said, Heather could just go home and fire making. 
Romeo could go home in fire making. So yeah, unless Romeo goes home in fire making. Um, and again, this is assuming that players make the right choice with the fire making unlike last season. Um, then yeah, Romeo will probably be sitting in the final three. Didn't um, you, uh, didn't you love really quickly? Didn't you love when Omer turned to, and you can tell Omer's like a huge fan of the game. Can, didn't you love when he turned to her and he was like, did you just do that? And she was like, yeah, yeah I did it. It was kind of like Jay and Michaela, but we're like, obviously Michaela was very upset with Jay. Omer was almost like impressed and proud. He was like, did you just do that? And she's like, yeah, yeah I did it. It was, yeah, that was awesome to see. I mean, I, I do like, I do like the fact that although it's, you know, you have both ends of the spectrum where it's like, you have people that respect the move and like act like Drea did and act like Rome uh, and act like Omer did tonight. And then you have like old school survivor people get so mad and that would lead to later on great jury stuff. So it's like, I kind of like both ends of the spectrum. It's like, it's great to see players respect the gameplay like that. And it's also, I used to love the old survivor where like people would be so mad after getting blindsided. Where, where, where Judd literally said in Guatemala, um, like scumbags, I hope you all get bit by a freaking crocodile. So. <laughs> right right um but yeah now that you know we already spoke about the vote you know at the beginning of the episode just wanted to remind everyone to drop your questions in and we will get to them um starting now honestly um i wanted to talk a little bit looking ahead to next week before we get to the questions but start dropping your questions in and we will get to them also be sure to like this video subscribe to this channel follow us twitter instagram tiktok uh we're on all platforms soul at soul survivor pod on twitter and instagram um at soul, soul survivor podcast on tiktok subscribe on apple spotify leave us a five-star rating and review that really helps us out but most importantly like and subscribe to like the video subscribe to this channel and drop your questions in because we will get to them but let's look ahead to next week um ryan i'm still debating last season we did a sunday morning podcast um right before the finale where we you know kind of previewed it um i'm down to do something similar this week so we got to figure out a time for that and we'll let everyone know through twitter or whatever um if we're going to end up doing that but let's preview a little bit right now we have five people left going into the finale next week we have Lindsay, we have jonathan we have mike we have marianne and we have romeo uh, marianne looking like the favorite after tonight's episode but again anything could happen um i assume that we're going to start off next I assume we're going to start off next episode with how we started off the season 41 finale. And that was, you have an advantage for the immunity challenge. Um, if we remember correctly, Erica wins the, uh, you know, if she finds the, uh, she finds the clue. I believe it was like, they gave you like an, a word on scramble puzzle and it was like a, a clue to where the advantage was. So she unscrambled first. She ends up finding the, advantage the advantage is a head start in the immunity challenge and it was such a significant head start that she ends up winning the immunity challenge erica which was huge obviously at that point in the game so i think when we see Lindsay running around in the preview i would assume that it's the same exact twist that you know started the 41 finale we see that in the 42 finale yeah so unless i missed a hint earlier in the season we don't know what that phrase would be because if you remember last season, we had the whole game within a game and I, you and I didn't play along, but like if you did play along and you entered it in each week, you eventually got a answer or a scramble, which eventually became an answer, which was the actual answer used in the show where I think it was like where the dancing trees are. And that's where Erica got her advantage. We have no idea what's going to happen next week where whoever deciphers a riddle or whoever figures something out first 
will eventually get to the point where they can maybe go find the advantage. But yeah, it's it'll probably probably be very similar to last season unless they tweak it a bit. Yeah, I do agree. Um, obviously, it's crucial that Lindsay finds that because she's in trouble. Uh, I would also say the same for Jonathan. It's crucial that Jonathan finds that um, just because he's in trouble as well. Him and Lindsay are in the same spot. It should be interesting. If I had to rank, again, if I had to rank right now my my order of who I think has a chance, the most chance to least chance, I would go with Lindsay. Uh, no, I would go with Marianne at one, Lindsay at two, Mike at three, uh, Jonathan at four, and Romeo at five. Um, that could change before, before next week that I have to think it through, but I think that's the way I'm leaning. Um, now let's talk about what I do want to talk about is, you know, we could go through every scenario, but we don't exactly have enough time for that tonight. I do want to talk about like this season. I would think that unless I would think it's, it's likely that unless your name is Marianne, cause she has this big move that she just pulled off. Unless your name is Marianne. I would not be surprised if this season we see somebody put themselves into fire to beat somebody else. Well, here's that's an interesting point that you make because I feel like if Omer, Drea, and by the way, the irony is not lost upon me that Omer, Drea, and Mike, sorry, Omer, Drea, and High had a final three and Drea and Omer turn on high, then Omer turns on Drea, and now Omer's gone. They kind of went out all back to back to back. That's that's not lost upon me. And it kind of reminds me again of Edge of Extinction, where you take out a big threat, you become the next biggest threat, and you need to, again, manage your threat level. So that's crazy of itself, that the three of them, if they wanted to, could have run the table, and they did not. Um, but at this point, Dylan, because high Drea and Omer are gone, I, I don't think there's somebody left who... There's no Devons. There's nobody who would be seen as someone where I need to go into fire to take them out. You can make an argument that, well, now it's Marianne because everyone is going to give her credit for the Omer move. So she's the next biggest person. But I still don't feel like, and I could be wrong, I still don't feel like Marianne is a person where Romeo, Lindsay, Mike, or Jonathan wins Final Four and they say, I need to take her out myself. I just don't see that happening. Uh, so I actually, I actually disagree. I think, I think that the way the season is gone, it's been very week to week with threats. Um, like we said, it didn't seem like anybody was kind of realizing Omer's threat level until the move he pulls off last week, and then he ends up going home. I would be worried for Marianne had she not had the idol, because we have seen her struggle in pretty much every single challenge. I don't think she has. I, I don't want to say no chance because who knows when we're going to get a huge puzzle that she could win. But I think I would say her chances are limited um, to win one of the immunity challenges. And I would be worried for her, but she has an idol. So unless she gives it away, which will not happen, I think. Again, can't expect, can't, can't, uh, and, and, uh, can't expect anything here. But uh, now that she has an idol, I don't think she, you know, she's not in trouble at all. But I think people may see her as a big threat. The problem is, is that they're not going to be able to get rid of her at Final Five. So we, I think we could see, we could very well see somebody send Marianne to fire. I think that we could see somebody go to fire to take out Marianne. I would go as far as to say that. Sorry. I just got very, I just got very excited because, because sorry, this, see, this is the problem. You start thinking of things and you get yourself all hyped up and it may not happen where you just said it, where unless something crazy happens, it's very likely that Omer and Marianne, sorry, he's not there anymore. <laughs> Mike and Marianne play it safe and use their idols on themselves to get to final four. That's probably going to happen. But I just got excited because I just love a scenario where no one knows 
Marianne has a idol next week. Maybe Lindsay wins immunity or Jonathan wins. Sorry. Let's just say Lindsay wins immunity. Jonathan and Mike don't want each other to go. So they say, guys, let's just keep it simple. We'll fight it out like warriors. Romeo goes home and Marianne gets up there and she pulls the Natalie Anderson and she says, Romeo, did you vote for who I told you to vote for and mm. saves him? I, I, I would lose. I would lose my mind. And and I th- I but I think that's a scenario though. It's it like could she happen. Hasn't, yeah, she hasn't she hasn't told anyone, and she could just say, "I'm gonna pick who goes home tonight," and it's that simple. If she makes those two huge moves back to back, I got nothing else to say. Right. So that's that's the thing is like the way this season has gone. I could easily see them targeting Marianne. She's a lot of people like they like. I think people are going to start to change their mind and be like, well, she's actually played a really good game. And like, I think a lot of people like her and like, she can make, make a really compelling case being so young at the end. Uh, and I think people could, could very well say she's an easy vote. We're just going to take her out. She's not winning. Um, Lindsay or Jonathan win immunity. They get together with Mike. They say, okay, we're the three, we think we're the three strongest out here. Let's fight it out to the end. Like you said, and then they all vote for Marianne and Marianne says, Nope, I'm going to choose who goes home again. She votes out. I don't know. Pick her. Obviously Mike's Mike has the idol, as we said. So let's just say she, well, okay. You want to get really crazy. Um, let's get crazy. Everyone. Does everyone know that Mike, does everyone know that Omer gave the idol back to Mike? I assume. Yes. Um, he wouldn't have got voted out with an idol. Ma- Marianne knows because Mike said to her directly tonight, I, I want to use it next week to guarantee my spot in final four. So, so Marianne knows Mike has. It. Okay. So I, 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 I was going right, to, and, so. and, and the only other thing I would say is I don't think Romeo knows. And I don't think Lindsay knows, but Jonathan and him are like this. So maybe Jonathan knows too, but I'm not sure. Well, no, I, I would think Lindsay knows because she was always with, she was with Omer. So I think Omer told her. Like so everybody vote. knows, maybe not Romeo. Right, right. So in in that case, I, I was gonna say, imagine there's no votes, but in that case, Marianne's not throwing her votes on Mike. So in that case, she just chooses whoever doesn't win immunity, Lindsay and Jonathan, to go home if everyone votes her. So that's the thing. She's in the perfect spot right now. It's hard to see, unless she goes out in fire, her losing the game, which is again why timing is so important. I think it's like that's that's the thing. Is she realized if I somehow pull this off. It's gonna be almost impossible for me to lose this game if I can get if I if I can you know make fire to get to the end. Now what we don't know is one could she somehow miraculously pull out a final immunity win? Two, is she good at fire? Have we seen her making fire this season? Do we know if she's good at fire? If she goes up against a Jonathan and fire making, is that it? I don't know if that would turn out too well for her. Like that that's the thing that we're that we're uh, we that that she had that's the that's her next battle to overcome. Like that yeah, that's look- gonna be the difficult part. And I think the thing is that we can't predict who's going to win in the end because the challenges do vary. You know, in the in the early merge, we saw a lot of endurance and balance challenges, and obviously that favored Lindsay and Jonathan's skill sets because they they've been winning everything. Um, the first time we see a puzzle tonight, Omer Omer crushes it; he wins it. But now he's gone, and then we had a challenge tonight where it was a puzzle getting up to the top of the uh, tower, which obviously Omer did well at that too. But then it was a table maze, which you can kind of call like a carnival game. So anyone can win that. Now, next week, I assume final five will be another big, big challenge. Well, did you you see what the preview was? The challenge? It it, it looked like the challenge from like Cambodia or like we've seen that before. Like that. We've seen that. And I believe uh, South Pacific, we saw it. It was the challenge. 
it was a challenge that Sophie beat uh, Nazi. Yeah. Then we saw it in Cambodia, which Wentworth won. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and by the way, that I want to put on record. That's one of my favorite challenges. Oh, me too. Me me too. That is going to be an awesome, awesome challenge. That's, I assume, the final five challenge. And it makes sense that the advantage for next week would be, it would be like, oh, you have to do one less station. And that's a massive time advantage for whatever the puzzle is going to be at the end. Now, if it's the same puzzle as those two seasons at the end, that was one of the hardest puzzles of the season. And if it's one of the hardest puzzles in the season, Marianne could end up winning the, could end up winning the challenge if she's the best puzzle maker there. Well, I can puzzle. tell you one thing. If, it, if it's that puzzle, Jonathan's not winning that at all (laughs) but um no i mean final five will probably have that really crazy challenge which we we see that challenge all the time and it's one of our favorites and then final four as um christian mentions in the chat is usually like dexterity where it's either like the samotion with the balls going down the thing or it could be um the one where where you're stacking um little uh things on top of each other it could be a very simple but tricky dexterous challenge so Marianne could easily win that. Anyone could probably win that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, they always say that puzzles are the great equalizer. And those challenges that anybody can win, it shakes up the game and anyone can win that. Yep, I agree. So let's get to questions now. All right. All right. Um, looking through over here. All right. If you find a question before me, Ryan, then go f- go forward and put it up. All right, here we go. Okay, sure. So Jay wants to know, have we ever considered doing a Power Rankings podcast, or could we at least do one before the finale? Like I said, um, so I, the thing is, we we I've been incredibly busy the last few weeks, which is why I've been in and out. Um, for those that don't know, I, I I work in social media, and I do I work with NBA games and stuff. So with the playoffs, the first two rounds. I've been incredibly swamped, which is why I've had to miss a couple of podcasts here and there. So I would like we last season we did a preview podcast where we talked about all this before. Um, I would love to do that again at some point this weekend. So we'll try to see if we can figure out a time, and if we do, then we will let everyone know. Yeah, if we can do it, that'd be great. Uh, I remember distinctly we did that last season, which was funny because I would need to go back and listen to it, Dylan. I think it was funny because you had Ricard as one. I had Deshaun as one. Then we had it flipped where Deshaun was your two and Ricard was my two. Then I think Erica was my three and Erica was your four. So neither of us had Erica as our top two heading into the finale. And, and, so. and again, this is, this, is, this is why, you know, it seems like, again, it's a little bit of a different scenario this time where Marianne is set up so perfectly, but you never know. That's the bottom line. Yeah, you never know. All right. Next question from Christian here. If Lindsay wins the next two immunity challenges, she would be the fifth female to win four immunity uh, challenge wins. Challenge beast. What do you guys think? Yeah, abs- I mean, absolutely. We've seen it at this at this point. She, Lindsay is a challenge beast. The fact that she's been able to beat Jonathan in some of these challenges, the fact that she's been able to go head-to-head with Jonathan in some of these challenges, it's incredibly impressive. Um, absolutely a challenge beast. And again, I'm really impressed with what Lindsay's done physically. Um, tonight was not, not the best moment for her, uh, obviously, but we'll see if she can redeem herself in the finale. Yeah, no, yeah. Lindsay's been a great all-around player. Obviously, she was pretty quiet in the pre-merge based on the edits, but she has always been someone who's been positioned well socially. She understands the game and is willing to make moves. And obviously she does well at the challenges. So she's a pretty all around good threat. And yeah, she could be in elite company like the Chrissy's, like the Kelly Wigglesworth. So yeah, I mean, it'd be great if Lindsay could join that illustrious uh, club. Yeah, I, I ha- so yes, I agree. And I want to bring up an interesting comment that we had here. It's not a question, um, but it's a comment. It's from Lightning Blitz here. He, uh, Lightning Blitz says, 
if Drea did not blow up Omer's game, he might have still stayed in the game and Romeo would have voted out Jonathan. I think that's a possibility. I mean, I think it's a possibility. Um, that's something that I don't think we would know unless we read exit interviews or hear interviews at the end of the season. Um, I, I do think that they should they should possibly make a rule about that, um, that you just have to walk out. You can't start blowing up people's games because anybody could do that on the way out. And I don't know if that's morally correct or not. I actually saw a tweet about this from Rick Devins of season uh, 38. He said tonight, so I do think what was said after votes were read last week had a major impact on the sinking of tonight's players voted out. That's a, that's a bummer. And I do agree. If that was the reason why everyone began to realize Omer was a threat, I do agree. Uh, I also just think that people just realized that him and Lindsay had made that move. So uh, who knows if that was the exact reason why, but I, I do think that, um, it is a possibility that lightning blitz is correct here. Yeah. We'll have to see um, what the players say once we get uh, the end of season exit interviews. Um, I mean, it's two, it's two schools of thought. You could be somebody who says until your torch is physically snuffed, you can say whatever you want, or you could be in the camp of once, once Jeff says you've been voted out, you're done. You can't influence the game. I mean, I, I do agree. I feel like it's not great if that's the case. Um, but I mean, this is, I mean, the people can't even say this is like a new school thing. People have been, you know, doing call outs even back in the day when they got, when they got voted out. So, I mean, it's just whatever you think, maybe they'll change up the rules, but we'll see. All right. Next question here from Christian, which we talked about a little bit, but I, we can get into it a little bit more. Christian says, if Lindsay wins final immunity, she's definitely going to give up immunity to, to make fire, to face off against Marianne. What's her thoughts? Ryan, you want to take this one? Um, I mean, I, I here's the thing. I, I think it comes down to I, I really, I really do think it's a personal preference thing. Where and and maybe this just kind of reveals how I would be at poker. But it's just kind of like, and this is and this was Dominic Abate's whole thing about you know that he said like he's like if I put myself in fire to take out Wendell and I lost and I didn't get the win or I couldn't secure second place second place money my, my wife would have wrung my neck she would have killed me. <laughs> And I feel like, you know, not to use that same, you know, comparison, but I feel like as a super fan of the show, as, as somebody who would want to put themselves in a position to maybe even have a chance to win at the end, I couldn't live with myself if I put myself into fire and I lost. I mean, people have said this about the whole Monty Hall thing last week, where it's a psychological thing where even though mathematically it makes sense to switch, you technically wouldn't want to like, you couldn't live with yourself if you made the switch and you lost. So I do think it's just a personal thing in how you put yourself in that scenario to get to Christian's actual question about the strategy. I mean, I guess you can make the argument that Marianne taking out the biggest threat in Omer, you need to take her out. But I also feel like Lindsay has enough respect on the jury from high, from Drea, from Omer that she doesn't need to, because like you said earlier, Dylan, if it's Lindsay, and Mary against anyone and Marianne's not there, I think Lindsay wins. And even if Marianne is there, I think it could be a close vote potentially. So I don't think she technically has to do it. It, it also depends on if, if Mike is sitting there or, or Jonathan's sitting there, then like she could put up who she thinks is best to beat Marianne rather than put up herself. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's, that's another uh, scenario. All right. Um, other questions that we have. So, um, 
from Lightning Blitz. I believe that Marianne might be in the Final Four challenge, uh, Final Four Fire Challenge. She can't win a challenge, and the players need to know that Marianne's a favorite to win. What do you think? I would say that there's a very strong chance of that. Yep. And I, guess I mean, look. I mean, again, the the thing is, you never know. And and this is not even an editing now. This is just basically. Like it, the saying goes, every dog has its day. Jeremy, and obviously we all, we all love Jeremy Collins. He's a great player. He didn't win an immunity challenge in Cambodia until the final one, which was the Samotion, which was the one with the balls and the ramp, like I said before. And technically anybody could have won that. Spencer was going on an immunity run. Wentworth was very good at immunities. So yeah, I mean, you might believe, the players might believe Marianne can't win a challenge and that's been true. She usually doesn't perform very well, but again, anybody can win at any time. If it's a challenge, that's like a carnival game or it requires some dexterity. And again, anybody can drop at any time. So I do agree that the players like need to know that she's a favorite to win, but they can't be thinking to themselves, but she's an easy out because she can't win a challenge because anyone can win. Yep. Uh, the one comment that I wanted to bring up uh, before we get to, I think the, one of the last two questions, I saw lightning mention this once or twice and I did want to fact check it. So we were saying that, so we were saying how this is the first time that this, the extra vote's been used correctly to get rid of somebody or the first time it's ever like mattered. Yeah, um, and the first time it's ever been a deciding vote. Last well, yeah, week, here's the thing with yeah. Liana last week, I, I, I just checked it on uh, Wikipedia and on the Survivor so Wiki. So did I also. <laughs> she was voted out five to three at the final seven because of Xander's extra vote. So she was gone no matter what. Xander just did it to put the final nail in the coffin. But yeah, I mean, we've seen extra votes since, um, since uh, Worlds Apart with Dan uh, so we've seen it for like the last 12 seasons now, and it has either never worked or in Xander's case, the person was already going to go home and it just added onto the fire. This, like Dylan was saying, this is the first time that it's actually mattered and the person went home because of the extra votes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sums up perfectly. All right. So Jay asks, how many people do you guys see production wanting to come back for a second chance to? My short answer to this will be a decent amount from this season. Um, but I think that we could possibly do a whole podcast about this, uh, about who's going to come back from 41 and 42 once the season ends. So I want to save that for that and just say that I think a lot of people from the season yeah. will be back. We're going to, no matter what, we'll discuss this next week on the finale podcast. Um, but like Dylan said, if we have time this weekend, we'll try to do a quick um, rankings and, you know, looking forward, we'll do what we can do a finale preview podcast potentially, but either way we'll cover it during the finale. Short answer from my end. I also think we have a, a good chance of seeing a good amount of people speaks once again, Dylan, to the amazing casting of the season. The season did amazing. I was texting my friends earlier and I said, I don't know where we would rank this yet, but to, like from one to 42, I don't know where it's going to be ranked. But if these last three weeks with high Drea Romeo or any indication, we are ending the season strong. Right. I, I do agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is it for questions. Want to remind everyone before we wrap up here to like this video, really helps us out. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Soul Survivor Pod. On TikTok, it's at Soul Survivor Podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you may watch. And I am looking forward to the finale. Dylan, we made it. I, um, I cannot believe that we have made it to this point. Also, Christian does bring up a good point that I did see on Twitter as well where if Marianne does win, she would be the second black female to win not since Vesepia in season four. So that would be a, a crazy thing 20 years later. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to mention that. But again, like you said, 
we have the finale next week. We will be live after the episode. Do we know, Dylan, quick side note, is this a two-hour finale or is it three-hour? Do we know yet with like the fake reunion? Do we know what's happening yet? I'm going to guess it's the same as same as last time. Are we... Is, is I, they didn't say anything about a live reunion. I assume that it's. I, like, I, no, I think it's the same as last season. Where same it's as last season, right? So I. Assume, well, was that three hours? It was three hours, and they okay. did the last hour was like kind of like an after show, but right after the vote happened, so it was like awkward, okay. that awkward moment. Remember, you had like uh, it was like the players had just found out the results, and they were doing like a a reunion basically. So I think it's three hours with the winner being announced at around ten, and then the last hour okay. just being like them talking about the season. Yeah. So as always, just check our social media. Dylan and I always do a good job at um, tweeting out uh, what to look forward to, but expect us to be live next week at 1115 Eastern after the finale. Yep. All right. And that's it. Yep. Uh, I I have nothing else to say. Grab your torches and head back to camp. Good night.